Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamed Ches, Sif Yud Beis, which is the last line on page 132. The Mechaber says in Sif Yud Beis, Hayatzarach litfilin umezuzah. If a person needed to get filin and a mezuzah, ve'en yodo maseges ligno shnehem, and he could not afford to buy both filin and a mezuzah, so what comes first? Says the Mechaber on the top of page Samach Zayin, Tfilin Kodman, Tfilin comes first. So the Mechaber Paskins and Sifu days that if a person does not have enough money for Tfilin and Mezuzah, then Tfilin comes first. The Mishabura begins on page Samach Zayin, in the third line, Sifkotan Lamed Zayin. Why are Tfilin Kodman? Says the Mishabura, Dehi Mitzvah Shabagufo. Tfilin is a Mitzvah Shabagufo. We'll explain in a moment what that means. The Ode and furthermore the Kedushas Tfilin Lamala Mikdushas Mezuzah. And secondly, as we've said already many times, the Kedusha of Tfilin is a higher Kedusha than the Kedusha of the Mezuzah. Like we learned in Simon Lamabe Sivchas. Neo, however, Lididon She'ain Menichin Rak Bishas Kriyashma Utfila. According to our Minog nowadays that we discuss, because we're not able to keep a Gufnaki the whole day, our Minog is only where to wear Tfilin during Kriyashma and Tfila. In Efshar Bishayla, if you're able to borrow Tfilin, then Mezuzah Kodemes the Efshar Bishayla. Then it will be more important to get a Mezuzah because that you can't borrow, because it can't be on someone else's house while it's on your house. But Tfilin, if you're only wearing it during Kriya Shema and Tfilah, like we already discussed, you could always borrow from someone else. And therefore, if you're able to borrow the Tfilin, so it's Efshel Kayim Shtem, you borrow the Tfilin and you're to the Mitzvah Tfilin with a borrowed Tfilin. And meanwhile, you buy the mezuzah that you're putting on your door. So now let's see a couple of interesting notes. Note number 32 explains what does it mean in the first Pshad in the Mishabura that Tfilin takes precedence over mezuzah because it's a Mitzvah Shabagufo. So the, the note first brings down the sheet of the Beis Hillel, which gives the Pashat understanding, What the Mishabura means that it's a Mitzvah Shabagufo, it means you wear it on your body. And that takes precedence over Mezuzah, which you don't wear on your body, it's only placed on your house. Meidach, on the other hand, that Akiva Eger Pirish et Tfilin he mitzah hamutelas al gufo, bechol mokom shu nimza, veena yachol hi pater mimena. Akiva Eger understands that when the Mephoshim say it's a mitzah shabagufo, the pshad in mitzah shabagufo is not that you wear it on your guf, it's that it's mutelas al agufo, that it's a chiv on the guf, wherever you are, you have to put on tefillin. You're not potter because you're in a certain place. Wherever you are, the chiv is upon you. But mezuzah wouldn't be considered a mitzvah shibagufo because it's not an absolute chiv on the gavra that you must do the mitzvah of mezuzah, that you must go and build a house so you can do the mitzvah of mezuzah. You're able to live in a borrowed house or a rented house in a way that it's potter from mezuzah. Just a din of mezuzah is, if you have a bias, you're chayv in mezuzah. So therefore we have two pshatim over here of what it means that there's a mila of tefillin over mezuzah because tefillin is a mitzvah shebegufo. Either it's a mitzvah that you wear on your guf, which is not the case of mezuzah, or it's a mitzvah that is totally on the guf that you absolutely must fulfill no matter what situation you're in. You have to find tefillin to put on. It's not a mitzvah shebegufo. It's not totally on your guf that you absolutely must do it. It's a din in the bias that if you have a house, then you have to put a mezuzah on the door, but not that you have to go out of your way to build a house in order to put the mezuzah on. 
Now the next point the Mishabura said, after it said the Milo of Tfilin that it's a Mitzvah Shabagufo, it said that the Kedusha of Tfilin is greater than the Kedusha of Mezuzah. Then the Mishabura said that according to our Minhag, that we only wear our Tfilin and Kriyashma Tfilah, if you could borrow Tfilin, then you should buy the Mezuzah. So in note 34, he brings out an interesting machlokas. What does it mean that you're able to borrow tefillin? Begeder efsher b'she'ila kosav ashari tshuva shahainu rak imhu batuach sheyochol lishol lechol zman sheyirtza. The shari tshuva says in the beginning of Hilchos tefillin that that which we say if you're able to borrow tefillin, that only means that you know for sure that you'll be able to borrow it for the whole time that you want it. V'lo yitzarech lachzirin ad sheyiknen. You will not have to return it until you're able to buy your own. You know you'll have it. But if you're not sure that you'll have tefillin every day, that's not considered because maybe you'll have to return them. And therefore, according to the Shari Tshuva, you have to know for sure that you could get from a Gamach and you could talk a borrowed tefillin for as long as you want, then you should get the mezuzah on your house. But if you're unsure, you know, find some people have to daven, they're not sure if you'll always have it, then you still should stick with the tefillin over the mezuzah. Me'idach, on the other hand, HaPischei Tshuva, in Yerodeya writes, Shigam kishiyei sofek shema yucho l'shalam. Only if it's a, even if it's a sofek, then maybe you'll be able to borrow it. Still, Odev shi'ikna mezuzah kedei shlo yisbato mimitzvasa bevadai. It's better to buy a mezuzah and not fill in if you have a chashash that you sh- probably will be able to borrow them. It doesn't have to be a vadai. The ain sofek kiyo mitzvah fill in kodem levadai mitzvah mezuzah. We're not going to put the suffix that you can be makai in the mitzvah of tefillin before the vada the mitzvah mezuzah. She ain't tefillin kodesh mul mezuzah elu ba'ofen shim lo yikna osen yisbatel b'vados mitzvah tefillin. The only time that we say tefillin is going to come before a mezuzah if it's a case where if you're not going to buy them, you're going to for sure be mavatov from mitzvah tefillin. But if you can try and attempt and assume that hopefully you'll be able to borrow, that's enough to tell you, so take care of the tefillin by borrowing, and then you could buy the mezuzah. So again, the machlokas over here between the shari tshuva and the pisli tshuva is whether a person has to know bevados that he could borrow tefillin the whole time, and only then he buys the mezuzah. That's the pshat of the shari tshuva. Or like the pisli tshuva, that even if you, you think that you'll be able to, or you might be able to, that's enough of a reason to go with the mezuzah and to try to borrow the tefillin. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sif Yud Gimel, on page Samach Zayin, Menuda umitzora asurin lohaniach tefillin. So Mechaber says, someone who is a menuda, someone who's excommunicated, and a mitzora, someone who has tzeras, they're also to wear tefillin, the Mishavura says in Sif Koton Lamed Ches, Menuda umitzora, ayin belechem chamudos ubeshach biyardeya simen shin lamedalad sebeiz, all these poskim pass in the opposite of the Machaber that they're actually chayiv to wear tefillin. Because of the primigodim, the anichu b'li bracha. The primigodim says because of the suffix they should put on the tefillin without a bracha. Avo mibir hagra mashma lechor the tzrichim levarach gamkain from the bir hagra. It's mashma not only that they should put on tefillin, but they also should make the bracha. Not like the Machaber that says it's aser, rather like the other poskim that say that the halacha would be the opposite. And that is the conclusion of Simon Lamanches. And now let's begin Simon Lamites. Who are the people that are kosher to write tefillin and that you could buy tefillin from? So the Machaber says in Sif Aleph, we'll read the whole Machaber in Sif Aleph, but we won't do the whole Mishabura in this year. We'll continue it in the next year. Tefillin Shaksavan Ever O Isha. Tefillin that were written by a slave or by a woman, or by a child, even if he's at the age of chinuch. 
Okusi or Akusi, O Mumer Lavodos Kachovim, or someone who is a Mumer to go to Avarazara, O Moser Lanosan, someone who gives over a Jew's money to Goyim, Psulin. All these people are apostle to write Philin, and the reason is, says the Machaber on the top of 134, Mishum Diksiv, Uksartem, Pasuk says, Uksartem, and then it says, Uksartem. And we learn out from there, anyone who's not included in Kshira, either he's not Mechuyiv in Kshira, or he doesn't believe in it, he's not allowed to do the Ksiva. And therefore, the ones who are not Kshira, they're not Chayiv in Kshira, that would be Eved and Isha and Katan, possibly Akusi, depends how you learn, as we'll see in a moment. Or those who are not mammon in it, that would be the Mumalavas Kilulim, or the Moser Lanos, and those people would be excluded because they're not mammon in it. But either way, both of them who are not con- included in Shira, or they don't believe in Shira, they are not Bixiva, and they can't be writing the Tfilin. Says the Machaber back on page Samuel Zayn and Sif Aleph, Tfilin, Vuhuadin, Sefer Torah, Umezuzah. The same then applies to Sefer Torah and Mezuzah, O Isha. So the Machaber said that Tfilin that were written by an Eved or by an Isha are not good. Says the Mishabura, Vahu Hadin, Tumtum, Vandroganis, Tehem, Bechlal, Suffolk, Isha. Not only is a woman not able to write Philin, who had in a Tumtum Vandroganis, like we discussed a couple of days ago, a Tumtum who's one whose Simonim are covered, we don't know if it's an Isha or an Isha, and Androganis has both Simonim of an Isha and an Isha, they're also Bechlal, Suffolk, Isha, and therefore it would not be okay for them to write the Philin. Then the Machaber said, O Koton Afilu Higil also a child, even if he reached the age of Chinuch, cannot write the Tfilin. Says the Mishabura and Sivkoton Gimel, the Kavan, the Alfinon Mikra, since this is a, a din that's thrown out from the Psukim, it's the Araisa, whoever is in the Kshira is in the Ksiva, but Inan Shihei Dafka Godol Mamish. We require that the person writing the Tfilin has to be a Godol Mamish. The Hainu Shehevi Shtesaros Achar Shehu Ben Yud Gimel Shana. Meaning a Godom Amish is one who brought two hairs after he became 13 years old. But if we know he's 13, but we're in doubt whether he has Shtesaros, that person will be puzzled to write the Tefillin. If not for the fact that we see he has a, a full beard on his face, that means to say he has a lot of hair on his beard. Even if the hairs are small, and they didn't grow so large yet, but we see he's able to grow a full beard, that person, that would be a sign that he has Shtesaros, and therefore, even though we don't know for sure, he would be okay. But until that point, if we don't know that he has Shtesaros, he would not be able to write the Tefillin, because the writing of the Tefillin, we went out from a Pasuk that has to be done by someone included in the mitzvah of Tefillin. Osha Avu Rov Shinosov, or a person who majority of his years passed, meaning even though he's not able to grow a beard yet, and we don't know if he has Shtesaros, but he's over 35 years old, which is the majority of the years of a person, then he would be okay to write the tefillin. Or even if he's younger than that, but we see he has simonim of a sris, so we realize he's not able to have children, he's not going to have the shteisaros, that's enough to declare him as a godol, and then he could write the tefillin. And we have to scream at the sofrim that allow young children to be writing tefillin. They don't even check if these children have brought simonim and they let them write the tefillin. Look what we learned earlier in Simon Lamed Beis, a whole Muslim that we had, we'll look at it a little bit in the notes. 
So let's look at note number one and note number two. Note number one is going on that which the Mishabura said in the very beginning of Sifkat and Gimel. We said, since we learned it out from a Pasuk that you have to be involved in the mitzvah of Kshira to be involved in the mitzvah of Ksiva, so we need Dafka Godol Mamish. So note number one, he writes, Bir Kavanoso, what the Mishabura means to say is, Shalainyan Dinim Shem Rak Midarabonon Lo Tzorok Shiegodol Bavadai. When it comes to mitzvahs that are the Rabbonon, so we don't need to know Bavada that he's a Godel, that he has Shtei Saros. Even if we only have a doubt if he brought Shtei Saros or not, By a mitzvah the Rabbonon, we rely on the Chazaka, that most children that come of age of 13, they already brought Shtei Saros. And that's what we rely on by a mitzvah the Rabbonon. But over here, what the Mishavu is telling us is since we learned it out from a Pasuk, therefore we need Davka Godamamish, we have to know that he has Tesaros, either by knowing it for a fact, or by seeing other Simonim on his beard, or becoming a Sris, to know that he in fact is a Godavadai. And the reason why when it comes to Mrs. Daraisa, we don't rely on the Chazaka, that one who came of age, who became 13, Mistama, he has the Saros, since there is a miyot hamotzui, there's a, enough of a miyot that does not bring shteisaros even after they've reached the age of 13. Therefore, the rabbanon decided to be machmir for this miyot when it comes to Mrs. Daraisa. So the Rabbana, we do rely on the Chazaka, but Mrs. Daraisa, we don't rely on the Chazaka because there is a Miyot Hamatsui. Now, note number two, he discusses, he references that which we had a shmooz earlier in Simen Lama Beis about the Sofrim allowing young children to write the Tefillin. So let's just get a little summary of that in note number two. Shochiach es osam Sofrim. The Levush over there in Simen Lama Beis, as the Mishabura brought down, gave Musa to the Sofrim HaMenichim Noorim Mislamdim lichtov tefillin kedei lahagilam b'ksiva. Children that were just learning to write tefillin, so Sofrim allowed them to write it to train them in b'ksiva. Ulaachar mikein roim im nichtavu kilchasan. And afterwards they check it to see if they wrote it properly. Ubishas hamachira omrim shehem kosvum. And when these Sofrim sell those tefillin, they say that they wrote it themselves. Kedei lashbiach mikcham in order to make their their item that they're selling uh, look better in people's eyes. This is the lashon of the levush over there. The punishment for such a sofer is tremendous. He makes the brio stumble. He makes people put on tefillin their apostle. And those who do such a thing will for sure give have to give judgment in the future, and get terrible punishments. And then the Pasuk says, Cursed is the one who makes Hashem's work into trickery. So they're being very sly, saying they wrote it when really children wrote it. The Sayyim Shami ends over there, and it's befitting for whoever has in his powers to appoint the appropriate people, honest, hating crookedness, balitora, fears of Hashem, that they should be the ones writing the tefillin. 
Let's go weiter in the Mishabura. So the next point that the Mechaber said was, besides an Isha not being able to write the Tefillin and an Eved, the next category was a Katan Afilu Higil Chinuch. It was a Katan even if he reached the age of Chinuch. So Mishabura points out, Be'emes Afilu Gadolo, Kozman Shul Yadin and Shehevi Saros. We just mentioned in the last Mishabura in Sivkatan Gimel, that even if the person is a Gadol, meaning he, he reached the age of 13, and he doesn't have Shtei Saros, he can't write it. So it's partial that a Koton, even if he reached the age of Chinuch, can write it. He didn't even reach the, the, the age with the Shonim. So it's partial he's not included. Even one reached the Shonim, did not have the Simonim, he's excluded. So certainly, one who didn't reach the Shonim. But the Meshavura here in Sifkat and Dalat tells us is a Chiluk, that even though a Godel also is not good, once if he didn't bring Shtei Saros, however, when it comes to a Godel, Im Achakach Bedakunuhu, if after he wrote the film we checked him and we saw after the fact that he had Shtesaros, Tolinan Shahoyulogam came Beisaksiva. We assume that he already had them Beisaksiva from before the time that we checked him, and therefore the film would be okay. Masha came the Asaros, which is not the case by a cotton of a cotton it's much more chomer, because even if we check him and he has a saros, it won't help because he was a cotton, and therefore the Mukhaber mentions Dafka, a cotton because there the din is more chomer than the one who has the, the shanim, who doesn't have the simonim, because the gadol who, the, the gadol b'shanim, who doesn't have the simonim, if we find simonim afterwards, so we could assume he had it at the time of the ksiva, and that would be okay. Mashain came by a cotton, even if we find simonim, since he's only a cotton, it wouldn't be good. The next category that the Mechaber mentioned was a kusi. Now Mishabura says kach tzarech lomer. Obviously there were other girsos that maybe said akum, but the correct girsa is to say a kusi. The ove gilulim belav hachi puzzle because a regular guy stam is going to be a puzzle she'ain kosev l'shma because a guy besides this issue of not being bechlav v'kshira and therefore not being bechlav v'ksiva. Anyway, he has other problems and that is that he can't possibly write a l'shma. But a kusi, again we know kusi is machlokes of whether they were, these were a group of people that were brought to Klai Yisrael and they were, they converted and it was a machlokas in the Tanoim where they were Geri Emes, they were truthful converts, or they were Geri Arayos, they only converted because they were afraid of the lions that Hashem sent against them. So if you hold that they're Geri Arayos and they weren't real converts in the first place, so it's Pasha, they're not going to be good. And if you hold they were Geri Emes, which was truthful Gerim, but they a little bit left the derech, and therefore they're in a different category as well. If you look at the Bir Alocha on page 134, the second Beralacha, towards the end of the skinny lines, he says, She'enu b'kshira, the kusim afilu inayma degeri emeshen. The kusim, even if you want to say they were true converts, umusharan al-kshira, and therefore they were commanded on kshira, and therefore you would think they should be able to write the tefillin, mikom lakom kfar parku maleyam ha'ol. They already threw off the yoke of heaven. The and they no longer believe in mitzvos. and they're considered in the other category of not being included in, in kshira, as we saw in the Machaber in the second line of 134, either there's a category of Eino B'kshira or Eino Maminba. So they will be in the group of, of not being Maminba. That's what it means over here. Mikrish Eino B'kshira. V'hutam B'shari Dvarim V'kachashim. And that's the reason for the other things listed over here. So it's interesting. This one category of Kusi, which comes between 
Eved Isha Katan and comes before the, the Mumur or the Moser Lanosim, because it can go either way. If you hold their Gira Rayos, so then they're, they're like Goyim, so they're not included in the Kshira Stam. They're just Potter because they're in a Bikshira. They can't write it because they're in a Bikshira, in a Bikshiva. But if you hold their Giri Emes, so then they were true converts. He just went off the Derech. So then they're like the second group of people, like the Mumur Lavarus Kiwubim, the Moser Lanosim, and then like the Machaber ends off. They're like the ones who are Eino Maminba. So it's interesting how the Machaber placed it right in the middle between the two groups. Because depending how you learn what a kusi is, that's the group that he would go in. But either way, according to everyone, a kusi would not be good to write the tefillin. Because since he is not bikshira, either he's not literally bikshira, he's not chayiv bikshira because he's a guy, or he's not mamim bikshira because he was a yid but he went off the derech. But either way, he would not be included in ksiva, and he would be apostle to write the tefillin. Mr. Hashem, the next year, will pick up on 134 in Siv Katan Vav. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.